Hello, welcome back to the Yesio Untitled SEO podcast. This is where we do LAN, which is live action networking. Although I do wonder if it ought to be WAN, which is wide area networking. Anyway, I have a guest here today who's now looking at me because I haven't told him what this podcast is about at all, but it is somebody I know. All right, the concept of the podcast is people in tech and to a certain extent, people in creativity don't talk to each other enough. We all have skills and we all develop skills and the way we can learn faster is to share our skills as well as it's just nice speaking to people. So the concept of this series of the Untitled SEO podcast is I speak to people and get to know them. So who are you? You know who I am. <laughs> I do know who yeah. Sorry, in, in, in this instance, the, I, I do actually know the other person. But yeah, but the people listening don't know who you are. What's your name? Good point. My name is Martin Wiskin, and my profession is voiceover artist. And I know Andrew for, well, I've known Andrew for years and years and years through the musics, the music. You played at my wedding reception. We did. We <laughs> <laughs> did. That's, so that, that kind of goes, and I put out your album. Well, we put out your album, I should say. That was, yeah, that was a good time. A good time. I'll do crazy it days, crazy days again if I could. But yeah, not now. The <laughs> kids now, so it's done. <laughs> uh, but I, I brought I brought you along, uh, Martin, because you do something I think is really interesting, which did partly inspire the flavour for this season of, of the SEO podcast. You bring people together who mm. technically could well be competitors. Yes. So you, st- I tell you what, I'll let you explain your how how your networking group came about. Tell, tell us the name, but then we'll dig into the past. Okay, cool. So um, yeah, the group is called the Creative Collective, and officially it's the Creative Collective Networking Group. And the reason it's got that on the end, although it sounds boring, it's because there are other the Creative Collectives yeah. <laughs> out there doing different stuff. I might add, um, but yeah, the it came about because. I'd done loads and loads and loads and loads of networking for my voiceover business. And I felt a bit like I was hitting my head against a brick wall after a while, because there's only a certain amount of times you can ask the same people the same for the same referrals. And, and I found that, and, and don't get me wrong, I love networking with everyone. And I've built some great friendships through it. But when you're asking, I don't know, an accountant, a mortgage broker for connections into the creative world, they might have one every couple of years, you know, so it's, it's, it, it wasn't fruitful, really that fruitful. So I thought there's got to be a group somewhere where all these video makers, radio producers, all that sort of stuff that I would need for my work, um, where they all hang out. So I started asking around and nobody knew of one. And the last person that replied was Ben, who I'd done a little bit of work with before. And actually, I had met him, despite what I've said, I did meet him through networking. He makes videos. (laughs) Um, And he said, well, I don't know of one, so why don't we just start one? So there was was obviously a need. He spotted that need before me, even though it was rather obvious. Um, Yeah, and and that's that's how it started. So it kind of came about from originally a selfish need because I wanted to talk to those people quicker, um, but has grown into much more than that. It grew really fast as well. I can remember you invited me along and I I spent years just ignoring the existence of, of networking meetings because well, in the very early days of SEO, sort of 20 years ago, you just didn't need it. If people found out what you did, they'd give you money. <laughs> so yeah. It was sort of it was, it was quite, quite an easy thing to get traction in. But then I started going to networking and I identified very quickly there was a type of networking I very much didn't like. And I'll say it's BNI. 
just mm. c- couldn't get on with it at all. And I used to go along for in a similar way to how you might watch a Channel Five documentary, kind of like. <laughs> It's almost like a morbid curiosity, but then yeah. you know, <laughs> a couple of things happened that made me never want to go back. Uh, not not happened at the group, I should say. But oh god, I don't know why I'm even trying to like evade this. I don't think anyone at BNI is going to listen to this and come around and kneecap me. But for the people who <laughs> for the people who who BNI works for, it works very well, and I think mm. that's trades and certain other things like that. It's brilliant. They get in the room, share cards, away they go. But I identified with that very quickly that SEO isn't something people idly just sort of go, ah, give it a go. You know, it, it requires an investment as does, you know, anything creative. And I, I do count SEO as being a creative thing. So when you invited me along, I was like, really? I'm not sure there's enough space in the world for another networking thing. I go to one called Pub Networking, which is spreading around the country, which I love. It's run by a friend Milo. I thought, I really don't know about this. And I, I'll be honest with you, I went along the first time thinking there's going to be like, it's just going to be me and Martin. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I was like, I'm there for you, Martin. You know, I, I am, I'm definitely there for you. You know, I, I, I want to be a part of this and I'd quite happily just spend an hour chatting with you. Mm. But I was really surprised to find there was about 40 people there. Yeah. We, we were really, really lucky right from the beginning. And I, and I think it's because it's a niche group. So it's just for creatives we don't say you can't come if you're you know whatever but the idea is that it's for creatives and i think that's why it it became popular quite quickly because it was a different prospect to like you said the bnis that people would gotten used to and because of the format as well i think people talk about the format outside of the group because it's again it's not just going around the room for an hour listening to everyone's one minute pitch because everyone's done that to death. Both the groups that host it and the people that have done networking have done that, and it's boring. You see people now, kind of go dead behind the eyes when they when they do their introduction at networking yeah. things once, and there's not many exceptions. Um, actually, I was at a face-to-face yesterday called Coastal Net in Woodbridge here in Suffolk, and that's really fun because we're all, we're all together in a very small cafe, and people are just like, hello, I do this, and everyone has to like look. But they, <laughs> they've, they've got a similar thing. Their energy is is very – it's quite similar to Creative Collective, actually. It's mm. not It's not a, hello, my name's Bill, and I organize pensions. It's not, you know, it's yeah. – some, some of the, the things that come up at Creative, Network, uh, Creative Collective networking group, <laughs> when people introduce themselves, make me laugh. And I'm mm. sure they meant to. I'm not just like laughing at people. <laughs> so, so rude. I know. So what the vibe of it? Was this something that that you 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 actually thought about and and designed? The vibe, no. But the I think the structure helps it because it's quite fast paced. You're always doing lots of different things throughout the the meeting, and that helps keep everybody on their toes i think so there's a lot of energy just naturally but because me and ben are just two blokes doing you know fun jobs i guess <laughs> we're, we're kind of just really down to earth and you know i'm not i'm not trying to sound arrogant or anything here but quite friendly people i think <laughs> uh, no i think it's i think it's okay i don't think anyone should ever apologize for being friendly it's like when people apologize for <laughs> for creating a brilliant piece of art they're like i'm sorry but i think this is good and like you you should shouldn't you (laughs) you should be proud of i'm I'm one of the friendliest people you could ever meet there you go (laughs) (laughs) um and and i think that 
attract that has helped to attract the right sort of person to the room and when we get someone through the doors that isn't quite on that wavelength of energy fun doesn't mind messing about a bit they stand out and they realize that and they don't come back and that we don't do it on purpose we don't you know it's just maybe they don't fit in and that's fine it's not for everyone i'll admit that well, that, that's good. I think networking, when it does try to be for absolutely everybody, that's when it, the, the only output of that is the color beige. Yes. <laughs> it, because everybody, you've got some sort of people who, who aren't quite as hyper trying to elevate their energy to try and get to where the hyper mm. people are. You've got the hyper people trying to damp themselves down. So everyone ends up just sort of in this band in the middle of meh. Yeah. And there, there's groups, there's new all business type groups that are still starting now, which is great. You know, it's it's awesome that people still want to give things a go. But there was a, a new one down here in Kent last week that I I saw. I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds quite good. Sounds like it could be have some potential there. And I looked at the pictures of it, and it's everyone that I've met on all of the other networking <laughs> groups from around here. So yeah, it's um, I think there might be a point now where there's too many networking groups <laughs> it, you it, you've really got to be doing something different i i know the exact same thing i mean I've, I've been married for many many years very happily but i've i can remember speaking to a, a friend a drummer of my band actually a while ago about online dating mm. he said the problem with online dating is eventually you get to the point where you just recognize every single person <laughs> on every single website and i yes. think yeah i think networking could be the same especially because it's online the context doesn't change that much you get to know everyone's like the, the frame that they sit in you're like mm. oh right it's these people again but also the, the the way that people write up the words that they they hope will attract us to the, the networking meetings they all will end up being the same. The ones I, I love the most, and I told myself I wasn't going to list my favourite networking because there's, I'm not sure there's a lot of context for many listeners, but I'm going to I'm going to try and contextualise it. I like uh, Creative Collective Networking Thank Group. You. Thank you. Uh, because the the vibe is just very relaxed, and it's creative people, and and I'm a creative person, and it's just you, you've carved something out which is just very nice. I like uh, pub networking because it's in a pub. Uh, but also, <laughs> but also, my friend Milo's just his. He's done a similar thing. That the stamp that he's put on it is so kind of non. It's so anti clique and it's so friendly, mm. and it's so non-threatening that it's just it's wonderful. And the other one is four uh, N. It's a four N mm. group called Midweek Music, which annoyingly does clash with the Creative Collective, <laughs> which is which is a pain in the ass, really. Um, but it's all because they've got they've got a common niche. They've all got. And you know, a, a common thread of things. Yeah, you're absolutely I, right. And th sorry, go on. Was you going to say something else? No, then? I deliberately didn't ask a question, and then I stopped talking to see how long it would take you to to pick up the thread. And you were really fast. Well done. <laughs> I, I mean, that's my that's literally my job is talking for a living. So <laughs> I don't like silences. Although, if anyone uh, interested in voiceover is listening. In silences in, in voiceover is very important as well. Um, <laughs> How do you invoice for silence? I, I, I could well, do voiceover it, silences. It's it's just, I, mean, I just meant pausing between sentences. Not like 10 minute job of just, here's your, here's your empty, empty MP3. Maybe that. I have sent one of those before, an empty MP3 to someone. <laughs> <laughs> what, deliberately? Like, no. <laughs> Slightly embarrassing. Oh, yeah, I'd accidentally muted the track before exporting it. Oh. But because it was the the same length, it, it, for somehow it remained the same file size. Wow. So, yeah. 
yeah, I didn't understand it either, but it was it was definitely empty. <laughs> as I checked, <laughs> like, like I, I read you, I read your guide notes, and it said like very relaxed voice. So I thought, well, what's more relaxed than me being asleep? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, well, can't remember what I was going to say now. I know I threw Doesn't you about the curveball. I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm looking you around. It's fine, man. It's fine. I think um, you're right. They need to groups need to be doing something different, and and actually, I've heard a lot about BNI. And I've never been, I've been invited a lot, but thus far held off just because I really don't think, from what I've heard, I really don't think it would be me. If you want to see what the total other end of the scale is to Creative Collective, just as an educational exercise, but there's things I'm not going to say in a podcast recording about BNI that I'll I'll share with you separately. Okay. Afterwards, yes. But it works very well for the people who like it. There you go. There's always ends on a positive. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Just going to both see who can leave, leave the silence for the longest now. Uh, right. So, so without this being a hagiography, um, I'm going to tell you some of the other things I like about mm. about Creative Collective Networking mm. Group because they're things that I haven't seen anybody else doing. And I, I'd love to know if these things developed organically or whether, whether you and Ben have like really intense meetings plotting out the next 10 years. So <laughs> let's start with the first one, the WhatsApp group, yep. which I mean, gone. Tell, tell us about that. There's yeah, there's a WhatsApp group for members and there's, I think we've got 39 members now. So there's 39 people in there and it's wise to mute that group because it just (laughs) from day to day it can have a couple of hundred 300 messages in it and if you're out in a meeting or something you come back you've got no chance of keeping up with it um but it is it is good fun and it has helped people to to bond i think because there's people just messing around dropping gifts in there you know voice notes to each other and things um we also have the referral whatsapp group which is not for chat um, but just for passing work around, basically. But I think it's just, I read a book a short while ago called uh, Tribes by Seth Godin, and it's about how to create communities or, or band of followers. And the way to do it is give them something in common, which is the creative roles that they all have, and a, a mode of communication, which is a WhatsApp group and the networking groups. But yeah, and... Me and Ben were talking the other day about how we we don't even have to put anything in there some days and people are just talking. And that's job done to me. You know, that's that's the community has been built now and it can live on its own. It doesn't need us to guide it. We would we're just we've just got the Zoom license, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely thing and I think it, it's it, it's it's a very it's a very democratic and very transparent way of running a group because it's not ego led. Mm. I think sometimes the sort of the tribe type mentality that people like Godin talk about leads to almost a cult leaders. And we do Mm. see it a lot in digital marketing. I'm not going to name names, but there are people who are the big players and it's Mm. all just kind of a cult of personality BS thing that I, I don't, I don't really like. It's not, it's not friendly. I don't think. Whereas uh, most people in the WhatsApp group seem to spend most of their time uh, ripping the piss out of you, Martin. It has been said. They don't really worship <laughs> you. I don't want to break that to you and, and upset you. But. It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't mind at all. Um, 
No, I don't. I, yeah, I was just thinking about it. No, I really don't. It's it's something that I think that again, a lot of the stuff with this group has just happened organically. And if something is me becoming the scapegoat of the group has happened organically because someone once took the Mickey out of me and someone else thought, I'm gonna try that, then it's fine. <laughs> you know, it's all part of the it's just very I want everybody to enjoy it and I want everybody to take ownership of it and feel welcome and comfortable to muck about with each other. So there's there's another extension of that, which I only became aware of this week, and that's you you set up working groups on Zoom where, George, tell us a little bit about that rather than me trying to ham-fistedly cobble my way through it. Yeah, so going back to actually the, the other question that you asked was, do me and Ben have lots of meetings behind the scenes? Not really. We sort of log on 10 minutes before the, the meeting starts and quickly chat about stuff. And then we chat between the breakout rooms and we're always having ideas for things. And something I've wanted to try for ages is like an online co-working thing, because I used to work in offices. And if there's one thing that I miss, rather than the regular monthly check, of course, <laughs> money, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's having someone to always talk to if you want to. Um, and the, the obvious way to, you know, you can go to a co-working space, you could have a phone call or a Zoom chat, or I thought, well, maybe we could all just log on to Zoom and, and work for an hour or so and just chat, light chat every now and then. So we've done it twice now and we only have like five or six people log on for it because a lot of people in the group are either out on shoots or when they're voiceovers, they're talking or editing audio so they can't listen to the chat and edit audio at the same time. Um, and it's just a really nice, calm atmosphere. I got so much done on yesterday's co-working session. I think we was logged on for three hours in the end. Wow, three just hours. Just working away. And every now and then someone would say, oh, does anyone know how to do this in Excel? Or, oh, did anyone see this last night? And it was literally the sort of stuff you would talk about in an office, um, except you're at home. Yeah, and it was really, really nice. Mm. Matt, who, Matt, who uh, works here at Yesio said he loved it he said he got so much done yeah and i, I really wanted to join you i, I would it's, it's interesting because i think obviously when you have the networking on zoom you're very focused we certainly should mm. be and I, th I think it's the height of rudeness when you see people that are actually doing something else during the zoom networking thing i thought look just just leave work you know actually doing the work for just just a minute and, and commit to the moment but yeah I, I was really surprised that i heard several reports people saying that it's one of the most productive kind of times of the day yeah, I, I was just ticking ticking things off one after the other. It was really, really good. And I felt a proper sense of achievement afterwards and that it was just a nice thing. Mm. I felt like I'd hung out with, with some friends for a while. You had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and but I think there's still, some people still have that mental barrier or hurdle to get over that this digital thing isn't as good as face-to-face. I'm not so sure, but it's still a very, very valuable way to build relationships. I wouldn't have the network I'd do if it hadn't have been for Zoom networking. It, it, it removes so much of the time, the time deficit for networking for me because I, I can pop along and I'm still at my desk. I, haven't, I don't have a car. So the networking thing I went to yesterday, I got a lift from my wife there because she happened to be working in the same area. Mm. But that was an hour before the session, the session, you know, before the meeting starts. So I sat in a coffee shop for an hour. And then afterwards, I didn't manage to catch a lift back to Ipswich from anyone in the room. So I had to catch a train 
So I sat on the platform in Woodbridge for three quarters an hour, freezing me bum mm-hmm. off, and then had to pretty much run back to my office for the next meeting. So I, I lost a whole morning <laughs> for an hour yeah. and a half's meeting, which which is nowhere near as kind of a convenient as popping along to Zoom. Um, there's a couple of other things I just want to talk about and mm. sort of see where the inspiration came from. So one of the things that's really impressed me that you and Ben do is what I, I haven't really got a name for. I'm going to call it manual connections mm. because the whole point of going along to a networking thing is somebody says, hi, I do, you know, I'd say, I, or I say I'm senior white haired SEO, at, at, um, SEO. And I like to speak to people who run design agencies. And the people who run design agencies go, all right, that's interesting. And then everyone puts the details in the chat, you know, in, in several different types of networking group. But it doesn't mean it necessarily happens. What I've noticed that, that you do is on LinkedIn, you'll start a group chat between me and someone you think it might be interesting for me to meet and just say, hello, Andrew, there's Michelle here. She does this. I think think it might be useful for you two to speak to each other. And that's amazing. <laughs> That's so good. That's worth price of admission alone. Being like a matchmaker, matchmaking. That's what it is. That's that's. Oh, it's a, shop it's, oh matchmakers. Did, did <laughs> they ever have a coffee matchmaker? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I used to love the coffee ones. Um, but the the yeah the matchmaking thing. Then that. Excuse me a second. I just need to clear my throat. I'm going to mute. He's got his fingers up his nose. There we go. <laughs> I don't know how you clear Don't tell them my way. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so when I first started networking, actually one of the first events I went to was a face-to-face chamber of commerce. And the lady who was running the event, really nice, and I still, still talk to her now. She's re- always really supportive. And I took that on board, being supportive of anyone, you know, no matter what type of business they were, unless they were idiots, of course. Um, and I saw her firsthand she would just say to me oh you should meet so and so he runs this digital agency boof connection done and it was like a match made in heaven i guess it was mm. digital voiceover um and i saw her doing that for the whole meeting just walking around saying oh have you met so and so to all different people and i thought oh, i'd love to be able to do that just put people together and just let them get on with it not for any personal reason other than i like to see the result of it you know, I've put people together and heard and heard them them start projects together, and you think, ah, oh, that was a that was a well made connection, and that's it. I just love doing it. It's just it's just a fun thing to do as well. Um, I'm, mm. I'm guessing, and I'm always on the lookout for. I'm a real believer in abundance, but I think we we can create more abundance by by just being good just being mm. nice and it's it's kind of a cliche that comes up in a lot of, of self-help uh, you know like sort of business development books of if you want to succeed then make damn sure you help other people succeed but do it from from the bottom of your heart don't do it as mm. a step on the ladder up the you know up up to wherever you want to get to so you, you you're doing that well done this is just a celebration of martin this episode, oh i love so. it can i come back <laughs> have another uh, one absolutely so the other thing that i like is the what do you call them mastermind groups you sort of set up splinter groups yeah we did call it the mastermind group but i think ben wanted it to be a bit softer so we called Mm. it the peer-to-peer group but it's the same sort of thing yeah so like i said we're always coming up with ideas how to give people more value from their membership by bringing everyone together to 
help their businesses in whatever way that is. So one of them is this peer-to-peer group where we meet once a month on a Thursday evening, I think it is, and it's completely different to the networking. So it's very relaxed, no pitching, anything like that, and we just have a top. Ben generally asks the group if they've got any topics they want to talk about. He asks a question and we go around the room discussing this business topic. And we've had laughs, we've had literal tears on these groups because they're really supportive and some of the stuff we've heard on them groups, people are incredibly open and giving in what they what they talk about. Like really personal stuff and it's and it's really spe- it's a really special thing. And I think a lot of people that is their favorite part of the creative collective is the peer-to-peer support group i think it's really special because it being working for yourself can be so isolating i mean it was just me here for like the first 15 years and hearing other people talk about challenges and it can be something as simple as i'm really annoyed because cash flow's gone up the sawney and i'm owed loads of money and i can't afford groceries and sometimes it's just nice to hear that and or to, to voice things like that and have somebody else say me too and the other way around as well, people, some of the things I've heard in the groups, sometimes it, it, it can be people struggling with something that I remember struggling with, you know, either recently or years ago and being able to just say, okay, well, I haven't got the answer, but this was my experience of it. I can't think of any other way that you can get that kind of support because I work with a coach who's great, but you, you don't get that kind of me, you know, oh yeah, I'm there as well <laughs> kind of thing. We're on the ground. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's been a like for me the creative collective has been a really good leveler of business experience, age, time in business. So you know, there's people in the group who have been doing it for forty years. Someone like you've been doing it for twenty, twenty three, twenty three years, and then we've got a couple of people who who haven't even started their business yet, but they're in the planning stages and. I think that's amazing because they all we can all talk about the same sorts of things together and everyone can learn from the innocence or the experience and I think it's yeah it's glorious man glorious <laughs> I I love I love having the people who are just about to start I I had a um I had a, a, a quick session with with a couple of people from the group yesterday and one of them mm. is very experienced in marketing um and just great and the other person hasn't really started her business yet and what I realized is the two two really great things about that that session, uh, I was just showing them how to do uh, how to use LinkedIn Sales Navigator. What the thing I really enjoyed about that session is, uh, or is it, I can say the names. That's, that's not doxing anyone, is it? Um, Lisa, Lisa came with her experience and and the way that she she looks at data and sees opportunities. And I went, wow! I think she's been in business about as long as I have. I, I think, mm. and. Um, Evelyn was the other person who hasn't hasn't fully started her business yet. I learned more from Evelyn. Yeah, Lisa was brilliant, but Eve- Evelyn's perspective on things. She was point. She was asking questions about what she's like. What's that in Sales Navigator? I was like, you know, I haven't got a clue. It was the pe- the personas thing. And she said, "Well, click on it." And I was like, "Yeah, I hadn't thought of that." <laughs> it's just, it was it was brilliant because it's just that reminder that however long you've been in business, it doesn't mean you've sorted it. In fact, I think the longer I'm in business, the more questions I've got. But mm. ha- having that that mix of energy was just God. It's brilliant. It really made my afternoon. Just just that little hour session that we spent together. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really it's a really nice thing. I think because you've got the like the inquisitive nature of needing to know everything, 
and and on occasion, I guess people who've been in business for a long time could think they know everything. But then when there's someone new asking questions, oh, actually, I didn't know that either. It's great. It's also the enthusiasm because it, they, you know. It, we never try. We never deny the fact that that being in business can be quite difficult, and you can get jaded if you don't if you don't kind of keep the energy levels up sometimes. So having the enthusiasm of someone who's only sort of six months into their journey, sorry, I hate using mm. words like that, into their journey can <laughs> kind of make you go, "Do you know what? I do like this. This is really good, <laughs> and I, yeah. I do I do want want more of it." It's nice to know that. I think everyone, no matter what level you're at, is in the boat, you know, in the in the boat together. Mm. I think, and something that just going back to the um, the co-working thing the other day, people were doing all different things on there, and talking about the journey and how hard it is for businesses sometimes. Something that came from that for me on Tuesday, I'd had a really, I was feeling the grind on Tuesday. I was like, oh man, this is awful. But then Wednesday when I was with people that I knew and got along with and doing the similar sort of things in business, I felt, I feel blinding after that. And yeah, it's a really, really, I'm, I'm so chuffed that it happened. God, mindset's so important. Mm. It's, yeah. It really is. Right. This has been a real love in. And if anyone's still listening <laughs> at the 28, 29 minute mark, and they haven't already signed up for their first creative, uh, creative, oh my goodness. Creative Collective Networking Group. Thank you. There we go. It's because I've missed lunch. I normally have lunch at oh, noon. Man. I've, I've worked for myself at home for so many years. That if, <laughs> if I don't eat at noon, my, my body's like, what, some, something's wrong. <laughs> um, so if it's, people haven't already searched it and looked it up, how can they find out more apart from looking in the show notes where I'll put the links? Yes, the Creative Collective Networking.co.uk just to make it even more lunch. complicated, it doesn't, uh, yeah, but it was rushed, so it hasn't yet hit the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the creative collective networking.co.uk. Uh, we've got a Facebook group as well, which I think is the same thing. Our, our logo, which is probably other people's logos as well, is a light bulb, a colored light bulb. <gasps> um, it's, it's a nice one. And yeah, LinkedIn, I guess. If you search for Martin Whiskin or Ben, I think it's just Ben Bowles. Um, and get in touch with us and we'll, we'll we'll bring you along right listeners i heartily recommend you do um don't worry i'd say probably don't worry too much about fretting over whether you're a creative or not just just go you'll know i think it yeah that's it really that's a terrible sign off can, can you're, you're a voiceover artist give me a nicer sign off than that nicer sign off um i might get a free you've been free. listening to andrew laws from yes EO and martin whiskin from Martin Whiskin. <laughs> From Martin. I, I, I was in a networking group once and I said, somebody, somebody I know well, I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't someone I knew. Else. So the person before me said, you know, the typical kind of, uh, I'm Jonathan, second name from Taylor Accountant. And I said, I'm Andrew Laws from Bruce and Irene Laws. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's brilliant. And now I know your parents' names. Hey, right. Go nuts. Send them, send them Christmas cards. I love that. Cool. Well, thank you. It's been a joy. Well, thank you very much as well. And listeners, thank you very much for listening. Like, subscribe, or I'll send Martin around to find you. And he'll probably just give you a hug or something. <laughs>